Hello, beautiful people. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday to each and every one of you. And welcome and thank you for joining us today. I'm Jill Ingalls, licensed practitioner with the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock. We are an inclusive learning center of practical spirituality based in the White Rock, South Surrey area of British Columbia, Canada. We practice and teach tools of transformation, authentic self-expression, and conscious living. Wherever you are on your path, whether you're soaring or struggling, there's a place for you here. As we begin our gathering today, I respectfully acknowledge that I live on the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish First Nations, including Kwatlen, Katsi, Stolo, Semiamu, and Lisenach. Let us anchor our time together in truth and love. And I just ask you, let's go in within to this beautiful place of quiet into our breath and relax in this moment and in this moment I recognize the one power and present the divine energy that is ever present right here right now is the very livingness that is in each and every one of us here today it is all things it is everything. There is no separation between the one and each one of us, for we are one with the one. And so let us step into this day with a happy heart and an open heart, welcoming this experience together, gathered together, the community of CSL White Rock and beyond the screens to enjoy this time together with this lovely Reverend Marie, who brings us inspiration, thoughts, new, new ideas, new understanding. And the idea of being able to share this time together, being together, this is what it's all about. And I'm so grateful for this. I'm so grateful for this beautiful community. I'm so grateful to recognize that there is one, and that is what all of us are. So I release these words to the law of love, knowing that it is unfolding beautifully in each and everyone's lives. Please join me in saying, and so it is. Well, what a day it is today, and it's very exciting. Our dear Linda Kidder, unfortunately, was our scheduled musician for today, but unfortunately she had a power failure and was unable to join us. But for our live music for today, we have the wonderful, fabulous Ranj Singh, whose status has been upgraded according to Sherry to hero of the day. Well, he's always been my hero because he's so amazing. We love Ranj and his own amazing brand of moving, soothing live music. Ranj makes music with a distinct Indian Western flair that draws on the singer, songwriter, and self-taught guitarist's love for rock, rock music and heartfelt lyrics. He refers to his unique blend of music as Indo-Canadian folk. We are thrilled to have Ranj entertain us for two glorious weeks in a row. Ladies, everyone here, 
please welcome the talented Ranj Singh to CSL White Rock. Good morning. Thank you very much. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue and clouds of white The bright blessed day, the dark sacred night And I think to myself What a wonderful world Colors, the rainbow, so pretty in the sky, are also on the faces of people going by. I see friends shaking hands, saying, How do you do? But they're really saying, I love you. Hear babies cry, and I watch them grow. They'll learn much more than I'll ever know, and I think to myself, What a wonderful world! Yes, I think. To myself, what a wonderful world. It is my pleasure. <clears throat> to introduce our guest speaker today, Reverend Marie Kirkland. <clears throat> Excuse me. She is the founder and spiritual director of the Living the Line Virtual Ministry. Her community brings people together to experience the power of alignment through practical spirituality, inviting each person to live intentionally, deepen relationships, and live aligned and forward while doing their meaningful work in the world. Through her practice of living with an open heart, she inspires secret conversations that led to self-discovery, facilitates classes that evoke curiosity, and empowers individuals to navigate life's intersections in alignment. As the host of the podcast, Living Aligned, Living Forward, Reverend Marie interviews spiritual leaders who share stories, practices, and lessons that have propelled them forward. In addition to graduating from Holmes Institute in the School for Spiritual Leadership, she also has a bachelor's in business and MBA 
and is currently pursuing a doctorate in psychology with an emphasis on spiritual psychology. My goodness, you're wonderful. Please welcome Reverend Marie Kirkland. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. What a pleasure it is to be here with each of you in community today here at CSL White Rock. So the title of my talk today is Commit to Transformation. Often, right, often, not all the time, but often we, when, when we are seeking change or better yet, when change is seeking us, we are looking for a miracle. Right, we're looking for a miracle. In 1994, the Clark sisters, they sang a song in it and it began something like this. The opening words were, I'm looking for a miracle. I expect the impossible. I feel the intangible and I see the invisible. And as you might expect, the name of that song is Miracle. Now, dictionary.com states that a miracle is such an effect or an event manifesting or considered as a work of God, right? And I would, I would add that it is God expressing through each one of us. Ernest Holmes shares that miracles merely proves our divine essence. Everything, everything is a miracle as we are aware of them. And so we're talking about transformation today and what it is that I know, and I believe that you know it too, that transformation is preceded by, generally preceded by a wake-up call, right? It's preceded by a wake-up call. Then there is a catalyst for change, something that precipitates the, the transformation and the change. And then you have growth and then transformation. And so I wanna share with you a story. And this story is about my wake up call. Well, let me correct myself. It's about one of my wake up calls because you know we have many. And so this wake up call occurred in 2007 and my, my life was full, over full. Let me say that my life was over full. And I was in the mode of living in the aspect of the doing of life. Have, has anybody ever been there? When you are living in maybe the doing of life, doing more, doing more, being busy. Around that time, if you all can remember, and maybe some of you used to have one of these, a Bluetooth that you, you wear, right? And, and talk for, um, through your cell phone. Well, I was a manager in a, um, in, a, in a Toyota. My two young, now two young adults, they were in school and I'm married. I was working, I was taking classes. I was, my life was full and I was working very long hours. So I was living by doing. I was living by doing and doing and doing. I was raising my kids by Bluetooth. I'll be at the game. I'll be at the concert. I'll see you when I get home and just doing, doing, doing. And so this doing aspect of life, one day it provided a wake up call. And so because I did not hear the little tap on the shoulder and did not hear the, the little whispers, it came by way of a spiritual two by four. Now I'm not sure if any, anybody here 
maybe may have had a spiritual two by four, but this came by way of a spiritual two by four. So I am walking through the dealership and I'm talking on the phone and I'm, I'm walking and all of a sudden I feel something. I'm like, hmm, okay, what is that? And I'm walking and I feel something again in my chest. And so I go to one of the other managers and I said, you know, I think <laughs> that I, um, I, I need to leave. And I think I'm going to go, I need to go to the doctor because something is not right here. And so I could not get in with my regular doctor, but I was able to go to an urgent care. And when I got to the urgent care, what they shared was for me, I needed to stop right then, not wait, you know, drive myself to the hospital, not do any of the other things that I wanted to do. I needed to stop and be still. And the ambulance was on its way to take me to the hospital. Right? And so in that moment, on the back of the ambulance, in the back of the ambulance, I, I sincerely heard myself speak to spirit. And my reply was, I am ready to listen now. I am ready to listen now. So I don't know how many of you have had a, a moment that that uh, wake up call or a catalyst for change, but it can come in many different ways. And so for me, it, it took me on a journey. And as I began this journey of several months of figuring out exactly what was going on and being still, I leaned into what we know is visioning and listening to that highest idea, the highest idea for my life, God's highest idea. And so it said that you cannot solve a problem with the same level of consciousness. And we're called to a higher level of consciousness, which realizes that as Ernest Holmes shares that there is a power for good in the, uni in the universe and it uses us, it uses us. And so visioning is that spiritual practice which allows us to transcend the limited habitual thinking and align to the infinite possibilities for our life. Align to the infinite possibilities for our life beyond the doing, beyond what um, we think that we see with our physical eyes. And so it is that practice of opening up and it allows us to become a place of deep listening. It allows us to hear, to feel, to see, to catch God's idea for our life. What is seeking to emerge as our life? And so Michael Beckwith shares that visioning is always for self-transformation. It's, it's always to shift our perception of reality. And this process, it goes on forever and forever and it becomes bigger and bigger. And we become a bigger place for spirit to express through us. And so as I began this journey and this divine whisper, I, I took a breath and I was still and I was patient. And then I found myself in this place while I was still, my body temple, it needed to rest. And so while we were figuring out what was going on, I was in the bed pretty much every day of the week. I reached out to my dear friend and mentor, Reverend Claire Middleton, and she had a center in 
Charlotte, North Carolina, three hours from here. And a practitioner class was getting ready to start. And I told her, I'm not quite sure if I can make it, you know, but I went within and I made it. So every Tuesday I was able to get out of the bed, drive the three hours, have practitioner training, be there, be present, drive back. And then the one day out of bed became two, became three. And as this transformation continued, what I realized and recognized that I was doing is that I was releasing and embracing, which is a step in the visioning process. I was releasing that which no longer served me, the idea of um, maybe there was dis-ease in my body. I was releasing the idea of having to do and be busy, that that was a quality of my life. So I embrace a new way of being, a new way of being self-aware, a new way of showing up in the world. Because what it is that I know as um, Dr. Beckworth shares in his interview in Science of Mind magazine in 1996 is that all spiritual growth, 100% of it, is about releasing or eliminating rather than attaining something because we're already it. We are already the vision. Hmm. So as I shared, there is the call, the catalyst for change. And while we're doing this, this is where we get to let go. We get to let go of old ideas. We get to embrace new ones. We get to embrace what, what do we want to embody? Now, there is something that I do whenever I teach a class and we're reading something is first read it in the first person so that we can take it in. And so during this time period and ever since, I began to spiritually discern, discern, what was true for my life. And by doing that, I was able to embody it, become it, and know that I can experience whatever that highest vision for my life was and shift my consciousness, shift my consciousness because transformation is all about consciousness. One of um, the things Reverend Claire used to share with us is that it's all consciousness. It's all God and it's all consciousness. And so to align with the vision, God's highest vision is to take that step to align with what already exists. Right? And so at this point, I wanna share is that there is that difference between the vision, God's highest vision and visualization. You see, visualization is that thing that we know what we want and we put it on our vision board and then we know and we manifest and we firm that it is so. However, God's highest vision is that whisper. It is that inner voice that comes in when we listen. And we listen and if, when you receive that highest vision, if it takes your breath away, if you are in that, mode of awe is God's highest vision. If it does not take your breath away, this is what I had to learn. If it did not take my breath away, oh, that's Marie. <laughs> that, that, that's what Marie wants. 
And so living in that highest vision and aligning with that vision. And as Reverend Champion just shared, aligning with that mental equivalent, I began to not only understand the words to that song, but embody them. And so I expected the impossible. I felt the intangible and I, I saw the invisible of what was already known in the mind of God in the mind of spirit. And I kept taking that next step. So there is that commitment. So when we commit to transformation and the willingness to do the work, what does that look like? Well, I've already shared it. It looks like the willingness to transform our consciousness and be willing to have our life transformed as well, right? And so that is the letting go. And of course, I let go of the, the job that no longer served me. That is the embracing and beginning the, the walk to um, the higher call of being a uh, um, practitioner and doing the work every single day and releasing. Now, what I recognized that was going on before, and now it's not that any of this is brand new, <clears throat> except that maybe it was. And see, maybe I was holding back my own good or holding back the flow, holding back that flow. So imagine this. I don't know if anybody is a gardener or, you know, you have a, a water hose and you're, you're going to water. Imagine that the garden hose is <clears throat> attached to a water spigot and consider that that is it's, it's attached to source, to spirit. The water is turned on and flowing, but now how much comes out of it depends on whether the hose has a kink in it, is obstructed, or whatever the case is. I know for myself, one day I was trying to, a couple of years ago, trying to water my grass and I, I grabbed the hose and it's, it's on this spindle thing and I'm trying to pull it in the front and I'm like, where, where is the water? And then I had to go back and un, un, tech, unkink it. And that's exactly what we do when our work is um, where we need to unkink the hose. We need to take some things out. So the spiritual work is to remove the obstructions just the way we do with the garden hose to allow the full flow of water, the full flow of source that is already flowing through us. And so to, to the degree that we experience that flow, which is the all givingness of spirit that is always present, that is to the degree to which our lives will change in which the transformation will, tra will change, right? So, you know, we don't need to do anything with the water because the water and source is already there. We just need to allow and allow it to flow through us. So as I sit here today, having continued that walk and having allowed that vision to continue and sitting here with you today, living my life aligned and knowing that um, is, is God's highest vision and how I apply that to my life. What is my life philosophy? How do I show up? What is my way of being? 
And so I invite you to, to know that there are several ways that we can show up in the process, right? We can embrace um, the curiosity of life, right? We can, as, as one author states that we can pull up a, um, create a, a space for yourself where you can live and camp right there on the bank of the river of uncertainty and embrace it as something that is new and invite you to be your greatest self, right? We can embrace the um, way of being of intentional living and mindfulness to be present in our life and to be at home in our life and create that and live our highest good. And so with living this transformation, committed to the transformation, we become at home in our lives and we understand what a wonderful life it is, what a wonderful world it is. So today's invitation is for you to ask yourself three questions. What is my wake up call? Am I committed to transformation? And am I willing to do the work to transform? Are you ready for a miracle? Are you ready to embrace it? And so it is.